Hello, I'm Dan Mullins. Welcome to My Camino, the podcast. It's a genuine honour to have you join me this week. A true blessing. It's just me this week. It's a flick through my journal of the podcast over the last two years. This is a weekly podcast about El Camino de Santiago. And I usually interview a guest each week, a pilgrim from somewhere around the world. I've interviewed pilgrims from New Zealand and Ireland, Canada, the US, the UK, France, Israel, Chile, Indonesia, Philippines, South Africa, Brazil, Germany, Spain, and more from all corners of the globe. And I've been keeping a journal for a while now. And it followed an email from June from South Africa, who wrote to me two years ago and said, You know, Dan, I love your introductions. I really love your interviews. But I also love your reflections before the interview. So I started kind of compiling them. And I ended up with over 10,000 words and 50 pages of bespoke musings. The kind of different quotes I've collected or have been sent, random thoughts I've compiled, or signs I've seen in shops or posters, memes, all sorts of sources where I try to find something to provide some insight for you. And I'm just so blessed to have you walking beside me on this Camino journey, the journey of life. The music you'll hear this week are the songs I sang at the funeral of my mother-in-law two weeks ago. And as I was singing them, I kept thinking, this is a Camino song, Eagle's Wings and songs about shepherds and come as you are. And they are true blessings, more blessings for this podcast about El Camino de Santiago. And the Camino is a 500-mile pilgrimage to the bones of Christ's Apostle St. James in northern Spain. Pilgrims around the world are a community, and pilgrims on the Camino walk with the blessing of St. James. And St. James was a leader. He inspired people and continues to do so. Most pilgrims walk toward the Spanish city of Santiago de Compostela, where we're told the remains of St. James are interred in a crypt beneath the cathedral in the town square. Pilgrims arrive in town mid-morning, or aim to, and hope to attend a pilgrim's mass at midday. You receive a blessing, and then begin to try to make sense of what has happened to you. You may have walked 500 miles or 800 kilometres from Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port on what's called the Camino Francaise, the most popular Camino. Or maybe you arrived in Santiago after walking the Camino Portuguese along the coast of Portugal, or the Camino Inglés from A Coruña on the southeast corner of the Bay of Biscay. The Camino is, for many of us, our place of solace, our place of peace. Many can't believe we were lucky enough to stumble upon it. And many have indeed stumbled upon the Camino many times. It's kind of part of the allure, the stumbling, the falling, the struggling, the getting lost and getting found. The catching up with friends from around the world, learning from others and sharing their journey. Pilgrims get up each day, place one foot in front of the other and continue on their Camino. And we don't really know where our journey will lead us. I love the pilgrim community because they share and care, because, in a way, they've achieved. Because the pilgrim sets themselves a goal, and more often than not, they've reached, or maybe they didn't, but they gave it a red-hot go. Because pilgrims step outside their comfort zone and decide to throw away all the preconceived conceptions they have of their own ability, 
or maybe what their family and friends believed they were capable of. Maybe they proved to themselves they have more to give, more to live, more to share, more to give, live and share for themselves. By walking the Camino, they proved to themselves they have an ability to grow, to live, to love, to be someone they perhaps thought they could be, someone who's prepared to listen, to accept, and to be quietly the person we all hope to be, a pilgrim on the Camino and in life. The American writer and historian Ernest Kurtz said, A journey becomes a pilgrimage as we discover, day by day, that the distance travelled is less important than the experience gained. A Camino. The way. Pilgrims talk of transformation, of being enlightened and lightening their load. They talk of renewal and rejuvenation. Reinvention. I remember sitting in the town square in Azura, beneath the trees, their pollard to form a canopy to protect pilgrims and locals from the summer sun. And when I returned in April two years later, the leaves were trimmed and the sun shone in a late autumnal glow. In 2016, I sat with a pilgrim who was walking his 16th Camino. He was a German and quite often walked from Germany. And he told me it was his retirement. And he often walked for others, for people who had died, or who had lost a loved one or friends or family who were sick. What a blessing to have such a pilgrim in their lives. What a blessing pilgrimage is for all of us. Indeed, pilgrims walk with the blessing of St. James, the stronger the patron saint of Spain and of fishes. He has cast his net far and wide to catch us all in the spirit of the Camino. It inspires us to journey, to journey by footstep and by heartbeat, by the very pulse that provides us life, to cherish, to love and to wonder. And I've said many times, the Camino gave me two things I never have enough of, space and time. The Beat Generation writer Henry Miller wrote, The moment one gives close attention to anything, even a blade of grass, it becomes a mysterious, awesome, indescribably magnificent world in itself. Perhaps it was an inner search. Perhaps it was a yearning for a better you. Perhaps you were grieving the loss of someone close to you you turned to El Camino de Santiago for solace, as did I. The loved one has passed on, but you remember them and try to capture in the slow meditation of the Camino what it was like to have their physical presence in your life, their love, your lives. And I stumbled upon this wonderful poem by Sylvan Caymans and Rabbi Jack Reamer from a Jewish prayer book. At the rising of the sun, and at its going down, we remember them. At the blowing of the wind and in the chill of winter, we remember them. At the opening of the buds and in the rebirth of spring, we remember them. At the blueness of the skies and in the warmth of summer, we remember them. At the rustling of the leaves and in the beauty of autumn, we remember them. At the beginning of the year and when it ends, we remember them. As long as we live, they too will live, for they are now a part of us as we remember them. When we are weary and in need of strength, we remember them. When we are lost and sick at heart, we remember them. When we have joy we crave to share, we remember them. 
when we have decisions that are too difficult to make, we remember them. When we have achievements that are based on theirs, we remember them. As long as we live, they too will live, for they are now a part of us as we remember them. When we have joy we crave to share, we remember them. So in light of loss, are you okay? Do you need something more in your life? Do you need inspiration? Do you need love, understanding, a deeper perspective? Do you want an adventure you'll never forget? Or do you want a really great time? Let me whisper something to you. El Camino de Santiago. I have carried you on eagle's wings. I will care for you in all your years. My heart is full of peace. You have been within my life. Your guiding hand has always covered me. I am full of confidence in you I have carried you On eagle's wings I will care for you In all your ears My soul is like a child Cradle safe within your arms You have carried me across my years Leading me through sorrow and through joy I have carried you on eagle's Never need I be afraid No matter how uncertain things may be Sometimes through me, sometimes in spite of me You seem to find your purpose in my life I have carried you on eagle's wings I I know failure in my life The weakness so central to my heart When I have strayed or fallen in my life Gently set me on my feet again I have carried you on I will care for you in all your years. You have bridged the flowing streams and moved aside the mountains tall. You've kept me through the stormy past. I know.
know that you secure and guide me still. I have carried you on eagles' wings. John Muir was an environmental philosopher who lived 150 years ago. He loved California. He said, climb the mountains and get their good tidings. Nature's peace will flow into you as sunshine flows into trees. The winds will blow their own freshness into you and the storms their energy, while cares will drop away from you like the leaves of autumn. (laughs) I love that. Better still, I think, walk a Camino. Some of the journal entries I'm reading here are simply jumping out at me. I just love this quote from Roy T. Bennett. More smiling, less worrying, more compassion, less judgment, more blessed, less stress, more love, less hate. And there's an old saying, you need special shoes for hiking and a bit of a special soul as well. I love this piece as well from Ralph Waldo Emerson. This is my wish for you. Comfort on difficult days, smiles when sadness intrudes, rainbows to follow the clouds, laughter to kiss your lips, sunsets to warm your heart, hugs when spirits sag, beauty for your eyes to see, friendships to brighten your being, faith so that you can believe, confidence for when you doubt, courage to know yourself, patience to accept the truth, love to complete your life. Earlier this year, I wrote, here we are stepping out of the shadows of a global pandemic into the darkness of war, Ukraine. It's so disheartening to think men can still consider conflict as a means to conquer. But we, pilgrims, are buoyed by the journey of our hearts, the slow grind of pilgrimage, the emergence of self. The Camino opens your heart and clears your mind. Again, Ralph Waldo Emerson, this is my wish for you. Comfort on difficult days, smiles when sadness intrudes. We pilgrims can carry love in our hearts and hope in our hands as we reach out across the globe. The prayer and dedication of putting one foot in front of the other will get us where we want and need to be. As you are, that's how I want you. Come as you are, feel quite at home. Close to my heart, loved and forgiven. Come as you are, why stand alone? No need to feel love sets no limits no need to fear love never ends don't run away shamed and disheartened rest in my love trust me again i came to call sinners not just the righteous i came to bring peace not to condemn Each time you fail to live by my promise, 
change the love that I bear you all will be well just come as you are my podcast guest Helena Sung wrote about her Camino it was what she called her journey of life some people say I'm crazy others say I'm a courageous person whether I'm crazy or brave or I don't know yet, but I can feel it from deep inside my heart. I don't know why, but this is my path. I am walking. Buen Camino for all. Camino is life. Camino is me. Camino is you. Camino is we. We are one. The joy of pilgrimage is the simplicity of the day's routine. You get up and walk and there are no scheduled meetings, no emails, no phone calls. You just walk. You walk as far or as near as you choose. There's no one telling you where to go. You simply keep an eye out for directions. In Spain, it's a yellow arrow or maybe a shell. In France, it's red and white stripes. They're simple pointers showing you the way, on the way. Simple pleasures showing you how to live in life. Simple gestures showing you the way home, a long way from home. And the Canadian gardener and writer Lyndon Penner wrote in the introduction to his book, The Way of the Gardener, the conclusion I have come to is that there are forces at work in the universe that are beyond my understanding or comprehension, and that these forces are mysterious, and that's okay. (laughs) I have a, a little desk calendar that provides a quote each day, Earlier this year, it said, if you really want to do something, you'll find a way. There are so many worlds colliding in that sentence. What about if we replace the A with the? If you really want to do something, you'll find the way. (laughs) It's almost too perfect. On arriving in Santiago de Compostela, you walk into the square via an arched portico and the sprawling cobblestones ring with the tone of a lone piper beneath the archway. You've arrived. And I mean, really arrived. It's a blessing like no other, really. You hug strangers and stare up at the soaring steeples of the cathedral housing St. James's remains. And you think to yourself, what now? Pilgrims walk together and alone, at pace and at times very slowly. They talk, but mostly listen. They sing and hum, and their whole being hums. And it's that humming you hope will stay with you as you go back to those you love, your community, your life, your reality. If only every day was a Camino, a chance to live your best life and be the best you, a pilgrim. Well, if you really want to do something, you'll find a way. A wonderful quote attributed to the website Spirit Daughter. Buy the plane ticket. Quit the job. Accept the date. Start the company. Write the book, sign up for the class, make the call, plan the trip, wander into the unknown, open your heart, take the leap. (laughs) I love that. So many of my guests have talked about their renewal, their awakening, 
And one of the lyrics in my song that I wrote on the Masetta in 2017, somewhere along the way, talks about an old soul awakening. Because I walked with someone who to me appeared to be a very old soul. But it also appeared to me that on his current journey, the soul was being ignored in a way. But the Camino was allowing or encouraging the old soul to awaken, to come to life. And it was amazing to watch. So amazing to watch, in fact, it ended up a lyric in my song. As many of you know, I'm an Australian man in my mid-50s, a radio broadcaster and podcast producer. I'm a lifelong musician. And I was never one for talking much about souls. Unless I guess I was reflecting on my Catholic upbringing when we were often told our souls would be banished to hell for sinning. And the fact that I was born with sin, my soul tarnished from the get-go. So souls and I, I guess, have had a checkered past. Here I was, not only singing about souls, talking about souls, and talking to other men my age about souls. So in many ways, the Camino has been my awakening. And I, I remember the din of an albergue courtyard, or maybe a cafe, it's mid-morning, swelled with pilgrims from around the world. You see someone you haven't seen in a while and you call across the street as they wander into town. They've already spotted the plastic chairs and the beer signs and they're pulling up for a second breakfast. This collective of souls. What a joy to have found this gift, this discovery, this leap of faith. I, the Lord, see in the sky I've heard my people cry All who dwell in dark and sin My hand will save I who made the stars of night I will make the darkness bright Who will bear my light to them shall I sing? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord. If you I will hold your people in my heart I the Lord of snow and rain I have borne my people's pain I have wept for love of them They turn away I will break their hearts of stone Give them hearts for love alone I will speak my words to them Who shall I send? Here I am, Lord Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling I will go, Lord, if you leave 
hold your people in my heart. I, the Lord of wind and flame, I will send the poor and lame. I will set a feast for them. My hand will say. Finest bread I will provide Till their hearts be satisfied I will give my life to them Who shall I send? Here I am, Lord Is it I, Lord? I have heard you call I will go, Lord, if you leave me, I will hold your people in my heart, I will hold your people in my One of my guests and friends, Jennifer Clough, talked about something going on beyond our understanding, that pilgrims are doing a service for the planet by walking the Camino. She alluded to the fact that when we return from walking it, people want a part of the joy and peace that we exude. They find our joy, our very presence, magnetic. And that's why the Camino is calling so strongly to us. It's a call to love over fear. Walking it, we raise both our individual vibration and the collective vibration. And there is quite literally nothing more important than that. And we continue week after week to take that leap together. The Camino is famous all over the world, famous for its life-changing energy, its ability to provide respite from the daily grind. Oh, how I long for the Camino and the lingering Spanish afternoon, sun beaming in from the horizon talking to pilgrims from around the world, sharing, caring, listening, hearing, taking time for time's sake, making time for your sake, your future, your Camino of life. Remember the quote from the actor James Dean, dream as if you'll live forever, live as if you'll die today. And I included in one of my scripts a quote from Anthony Bourdain, the late chef, author, and TV star. He said, travel isn't always pretty. It isn't always comfortable. Sometimes it hurts. It even breaks your heart. But that's okay. The journey changes you. It should change you. It leaves marks on your memory, on your consciousness, on your heart, and on your body. You take something with you, and hopefully you leave something good behind. They say your Camino starts the moment you leave home. Others say your Camino begins the moment you decide to do it. My weekly guests share their journeys, their stories, their experiences, and what they've learned, their fears, their triumphs, obstacles overcome, and what they learned from others walking the same path. Just typing those last two lines, it struck me, those experiences could relate to just about anything we encounter in life. Fears, triumphs, obstacles and the learning process. 
If there's something weighing you down, explore the possibilities. Learn. If there's something lifting your wings, share. Explore. Pilgrims walk to lift their wings. They walk to lighten their load, to honour someone who has died, to pray for someone doing it tough, to consider a next stage in their life, or to experience a true adventure. All you need to do each day is place your pack on your back and walk. You carry a change of clothes, a few toiletries, and away you go. It was almost four years between my last Camino and my latest pilgrimage. I walked 200 kilometres with my wife and two sons in September this year. There are reminders every single day in my life here in Sydney. Pilgrims spot pointers and symbols all the time. But it's the spirit of the Camino that emerges most readily. A peace. A courage to face the fears, triumphs and obstacles and to learn from them and to offer a lending hand or a moment to listen, for we all are pilgrims in one sense or another. We are all on this journey together. I was in my favourite travel shop, saw a picture of a landscape on the wall, and it had a little quote in the corner. Of all the books in the world, the best stories are found between the pages of a passport. (laughs) The great thing about the Camino is the sense of freedom. You simply get up each day and walk. Don't worry if, when you do your research, you see people walking 25 kilometres or 30 or 35 or even 50. You can walk as far as you want. I met plenty of pilgrims who only walked 8 kilometres a day. But as I say, I also met pilgrims who walked 50 kilometres a day. Sometimes I walked extra long days, but mainly only because I was lost. You make your own decisions on how far you want to walk, where you sleep and what you're going to do each day before or after your long walk. It's the freedom to simply be that is the hardest to let go of when you get home. It's something so precious. Our journeys have slowed and narrowed over the last two and a half years, but the wanderlust remains because we yearn to travel, to learn, to change, to simply be, to meet new people, New experiences, to listen, to talk, to sing, to dance in the town square, to stand at the side of a street festival in a town thousands of miles from home, to wander home from a restaurant to an albergue about to close its doors, so tired from walking, a little tired from too much dinner and wine, beneath the golden light of a Spanish town's streetlight, arm in arm with other pilgrims. But a new day beckons, a new day of discovery. Hans Christian Andersen wrote, To travel is to live. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I want to follow wherever he leads me, wherever he goes. Over the mountains, waters and byways, Valleys and highways, he's waiting for me. I want to go to meet him there, to lay myself down in his love. The Lord is my shepherd, I want to follow wherever he leads me, wherever he goes. 
While on the journey to where we are going, he promised to be there to help us along. And over the mountains we'll walk on together to know all the wonders he's given to me. And I want to go to meet him there to lay myself down in his love. The Lord is my shepherd, and I want to follow wherever he leads me, wherever he goes. Remember the story I told you a couple of weeks ago about the writer Franz Kafka and the little girl and the doll. If you haven't heard it before, it's in my podcast a couple of weeks ago. I've told the story before. Everything you love. You will eventually lose, but in the end, love will return in a different form. I wrote earlier this year, so tighten the belts on your backpack, slip on your well-worn shoes, and let's head off together into the emerging light to our journey together. Millions of pilgrims have walked the various paths of the Camino for more than 1,100 years. Indeed, it's said pagans walked what would later become the Camino well before that, perhaps even thousands of years ago. Parts of the Camino Via de la Plata are Roman roads. Indeed, parts of the Camino Francaise are Roman roads. So a lot of souls have shuffled to the shrine of the saint, hoping, praying and believing they will be welcomed and blessed by St. James. Leopold Stowalski was an English conductor. He conducted the Disney classic Fantasia. Remember this? He said, a painter paints pictures on canvas, but musicians paint their pictures on silence. Hmm. I never imagined when I undertook this podcast, I'd be talking to people around the world with a common love, a common story, a common journey, and, and a common goal. And here we are, many years later, almost six years. It's just magic. We're often drawn to the Camino when we struggle to put it into words, why or even how, and I fall into that category. It's one of those occasions where it's best not to ask. Just let it happen. When people ask me about this supposed calling, I tell them a story from my interview with Jennifer Wills, week 77, if you're looking for an old episode to listen to. Jennifer said she'd recently lost both her parents. They died within a short time of each other. They were giants in her life. She was in Brisbane, the capital city to Jennifer's town of Toowoomba, purely by coincidence, the town where I was born and raised. Jennifer found herself walking almost in a trance, bewildered, grieving, catatonic. Without thinking, she's in a city 150 miles from home. She walked through a door, up a flight of stairs, across a room to a shelf of books, reached out and placed her hand on one of them. It was a guide to El Camino de Santiago. She hadn't heard of the Camino, didn't know why or how her hand came to rest on that book. But she picked it up, bought it, and on the train home, I read the whole thing, She made the decision to walk the Camino. And the story of that journey and 
Jennifer Travel with her daughter Tash, is one of my favourite podcasts because she says the Camino brings us to where we need to be and it brings us together. And when I asked Jen to describe that Camino, she said it's, it's like you start in St. Jean with a ball of string in your stomach and you can feel it just sitting there. You attach it to the archway in St. Jean and it slowly unravels. By the time you reach Santiago, there is no ball of string. You're empty. The Camino provides. Vera Nazarian, in her book, The Perpetual Calendar of Inspiration, wrote, Sometimes, reaching out and taking someone's hand is the beginning of a journey. At other times, it is allowing another to take yours. If you've walked the Camino, you'll remember that morning, that afternoon, that evening on the Camino, when you stopped walking and breathed. Cast your mind back. Stop for a minute. Really stop. Listen. Really listen. What are you hearing? I'm still here. It's not, I should work harder, push harder, be everything to everyone, be something I'm not. I'm a hustler when I'm a kind person. If you're truly listening, it's a message we are perhaps frightened or reluctant to hear. I'm still here. Welcoming the message of life and all its challenges. I'm a survivor. And celebrate the fact you're still here on this journey of life, this pilgrimage, this journey of life and love. And be brave enough to say this for you and those around you. I am worthy of love. I am love. While pilgrims walk in the footsteps of St. James, who walked to Spain to preach Christ's words, we ought to strive to remember the message on James's mind. And it was Christ's message. I am love. If everything I do and say is framed by love, I can't stray. Remember that joy of pilgrimage, the simple message you are sending yourself. I'm living simply the best version of myself. Our world is a maelstrom of information and influence, pressure, work, family, bills, COVID, politics, heartache, frustration. We all, young and old, wonder if we're up for the challenge. Well, the answer is yes. And the answer is I am love. Even at your most secure, you're often at your most vulnerable. Tough it out, because it's worth it. Your pilgrimage of life will be well worth the journey. As we know, James was one of Jesus' apostles, and he travelled to Spain to teach Christ's teachings. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love one another as I have loved you. He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. And this line Jesus said to James, the humble fisherman, Come, follow me, and I will send you out to fish for people. James went to Spain after Jesus was crucified to cast his net afar, and pilgrims walk in his footsteps today. If nothing else, it's a wonderful adventure. But it's often more than that. It's this personal exploration we're talking about, and finding that best version of yourself. Now, this might surprise you, but I love Dolly Parton. (laughs) 
Not only her music, but her vision, her life, her duty, her energy. And she said once, find out who you are and do it on purpose. The Camino is a good place to start. The Camino is famous for its spiritual and mystical energy. And others have said to me, it's just a brilliant thing to do. Some say the Camino follows the Earth's ley lines, the planet's energy axes. Well, whatever you believe or whatever reason you choose to do the Camino, and there are many pilgrimages across Europe, do it your way. Do your research and your training. Do your reading and make sure you learn a thing or two about how to pack and what to take. Then let the Camino carry you. Let the experience be your guide. Phil Casino, the American writer and scholar, said once, Pilgrimage is a powerful metaphor for any journey with the purpose of finding something that matters deeply to the traveller. <laughs> My desk calendar provided another quote. This was from Nelson Mandela. He said, I'm not a saint unless you think of a saint as a sinner who keeps on trying. St. James is the patron saint of Spain, Guatemala, Nicaragua, and a fisherman. As I said earlier, he was a humble fisherman before Jesus invited him to be a fisher of men. And it's quite the journey to walk a pilgrimage to the reins of someone who was by Christ's side at the Last Supper. Sure, there are articles everywhere. Indeed, there was one this year debunking claims that James's remains are beneath the cathedral in the city bearing his name. But to arrive in that city, Santiago de Compostela, is to arrive in a place blessed by the journey of millions before you. Grab a seat for that pilgrim's mass at midday. You're secretly hoping the Botafumiro swings from the ceiling and you might stand in line at the pilgrim's office. You may meet the beautiful Irish nun who walks the line each day, inviting pilgrims to pray a while in the small chapel. You'll be asked if you walked for religious reasons or for adventure. It doesn't matter which box you tick. You're a pilgrim either way, and you've arrived. The American philosopher John Dewey said, Arriving at one goal is the starting point to another. On the Camino, you'll live the most simple existence you can imagine. You get up, throw on your backpack and walk. There are no requirements other than following yellow arrows painted on the walls of homes and buildings, churches and on the road and in your heart. You'll get lost and found. You'll cry and laugh. You'll sleep during the day and not much at night. You'll be thirsty and you might one night drink a little too much. You'll stumble and dance. You'll listen and be heard. There's no routine other than you determining where you want to go and when. And in that, there is a true feeling of freedom. I love the Australian cartoonist and poet Michael Lunig. Google his work. You'll love it. L-E-U-N-I-G. One of my favorite quotes of his is, each day is a lifetime. In the morning we are born. The day lies before us, vast and bright and new. My Camino friend Shane Oldfield sent me another lunig poem just a couple of months ago, a prayer. Dear God, we pray for another way of being, another way of knowing. Across the difficult terrain of our existence, we have attempted to build a highway and in doing so have lost our footpath. God, lead us to our footpath. Lead us there where in simplicity we may move at the speed of natural creatures and feel the earth's love beneath our feet. 
Lead us there where, step by step, we may feel the movement of creation in our hearts. And lead us there where, side by side, we may feel the embrace of the common soul. Nothing can be loved at speed. God, lead us to the slow path, to the joyous insights of the pilgrim, another way of knowing, another way of being. Amen. On the Camino, you've become a friend to strangers, a carer, a listener, a shoulder to cry on. You might one day find yourself walking the Meseta, that's the middle third part of the Camino Francaise, those endless wheat fields and horizons of sunflowers greeting enormous blue skies that provide a canopy of wonder as you punch out 50,000 steps in a day. And the Meseta is the plateau between the cities of Burgos and Léon. And I can still hear the crunching of gravel beneath my feet. And I remember walking under the chrome archway as a high-speed train whooshed past me. Others in a hurry. But me? How? I'm on a step-by-step pilgrimage to the bones of a saint. Towns like Sahun and Carillon de los Condes, cold beer, French fries, and pilgrims giving one another massages at the end of a long day. People tending to their feet sitting in the sun in albergue courtyards. And you might one day find yourself climbing to Osobrero, watching as the mist envelops the town and you feel you could be anywhere but Spain. The thatched roofs signal a culture of preparedness, a sign these people are prepared to live with what the earth brings them. The pilgrims come and go, and so do the seasons. You might walk slightly off track to visit the Benedictine Monastery in Samos, sleep beneath the monastery in the Donativo Albergue, festooned with medieval paintings. Go on, tour the monastery to see the magnificent murals in the corridors. The gardens, too, are absolutely beautiful. It's the little things that mean the most on the Camino. The moments in time that you forget so easily, yet they mean so much. It's why many pilgrims write a journal, to try to remember every moment, keeping track in the map of your mind. Somewhere along the way, you'll ask yourself why you're walking. And answers will vary, and you may not discover the answer until later. But it's important to keep questioning, keep seeking, keep trying to find what you're looking for. My friends Linny and Carl sent me a quote from Bruce Lee. From now on, drop all your burden of preconceived conclusions behind and open yourself to everything and everyone ahead. Remember, my friend, The usefulness of the cup is in its emptiness. I was so grateful to break bread with my friend Rocco Rossi in Toronto, Ontario, just a couple of weeks ago. He wrote to me a while back with a history lesson. Not long after the discovery of James's tomb in the ninth century, the Moors were preparing to attack the Christians in the north of Spain. The Christian king at the time was Ramiro I. And in a dream, just before the war, St. James appeared to Ramiro and told him he would be victorious. The legend goes, in the heat of the ensuing battle, a figure appeared on a white horse, urging and leading the Christians to victory. It was St. James, and it's said St. James would often appear to the Christian forces, and thus named Santiago Matamoros, the Moor Slayer. Indeed, visions of Santiago appeared at conflicts in the 9th and 10th centuries, right through until the completion of the Reconquista in 1492. So 500 years of guidance. 
Pilgrim's Walk for Redemption, Adventure, Finding a Purpose, Finding Light and Lifting Darkness. They walk together, alone, and together alone, under the guidance of St. James. Pilgrims walk in sunshine, rain, summer, winter. They walk with ease and they walk in pain. I was sent a poem by the American poet Susie Cassim. It's called Apply Within. You once told me you wanted to find yourself in the world. And I told you to first apply within, to discover the world within you. You once told me you wanted to save the world from all its wars. And I told you first save yourself from the world and all the wars. You put yourself through. I get emails and messages from all over the world almost every day, and I I just love it so much. It's like I'm part of a Camino family, a global family. And I was talking with my team at work. They weren't aware of collective nouns, and I kind of felt like an old sage. They're a bit younger than me. I told them about a damning of jurors, a misbelief of painters, a parliament of owls, and my favourite, a murder of crows. Well, the collective noun for pilgrims is a flock. And I remember on my Camino in 2017, posting a message on social media that our Camino family was walking across the landscape, coming and going like an accordion, a concertina of souls. I don't think there's a collective noun for souls, but I quite like concertina. (laughs) And I talk to pilgrims every day. I hear their joy. I hear their kindness. And I hear the song they sing collectively, the sound of a flock of souls guided and protected by the shepherd, St. James. Leo Buscalia was an American author and speaker. He was also known as Dr. Love. He said, Too often we underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or the smallest act of caring, all of which have the potential to turn a life around. On the Camino, you find yourself asking people, why are you walking the Camino? And you're often astounded by the reason. Or perhaps not. It depends, I suppose, on the answer you were expecting. And that's the great thing about the Camino. We're unsure what to expect from others and from ourselves. I wonder if we're ever truly honest with ourselves. There are so many reasons to convince ourselves not to be honest to protect others' feelings, or to protect our own feelings, to build a wall around ourselves, to protect us. Well, the Camino provides an opportunity to shed some of those layers. In asking ourselves why we're walking, why we've undertaken this journey, we can provide answers for ourselves, and perhaps for others. The Camino is, for many of us, our place of solace, our place of peace. Martin Luther King Jr. said, If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. We're all facing our personal challenges. If you're looking for an adventure to provide levity in your life, the Camino is a good place to start. I've only walked the Camino three times. It had such a big impact on me. I've now conducted 303 interviews with pilgrims from all over the world. And it keeps me connected to the Camino. But I wish it was my feet that were connected to the Camino. At the very least, it's my heart. I love the connection, not just with the Camino, 
the spirit of the Camino and the atmosphere of the pilgrimage, but also with the people. Indeed, I think it's the people I miss the most. The sitting in town squares talking and telling stories, telling stories of difficulty and of triumph. And I remember sitting in the garden of the municipal albergue in Belorado. One of our fellow pilgrims was having a birthday, and I went upstairs to find the hospitalero fixing dinner, and I asked if I might buy a birthday cake for our pilgrim brother. The hospitalero said, I ought to head into town. He said, down this laneway, down some steps, down another laneway, and I was to knock on a timber door. I later learned it was the shop's back door. It was early in the evening and, of course, therefore siesta time, whereas nothing is open. But if you're in the know, as I was, they'll serve you out the back door. And I bought the most beautiful cake. It cost 12 euros. I snuck it back into the kitchen of the albergue. And I can still see our Danish friend's face as the hospitalero brought it out to the table, a big long table of pilgrims singing happy birthday at the top of our lungs. We sang songs and danced to see out the night. A mother and daughter from Ireland was sitting in a cafe. A couple of days later, they called me over. They said that birthday party was one of their favourite nights on the Camino. Music and dancing to me is pure joy. And it's joy I can't shake. It's part of my very being. And I'm a dreadful dancer. (laughs) But I do love to dance. Who cares if you can or can't dance, as long as you're enjoying it, right? But music shines in me like a light I can't extinguish. It's been glowing since I was a boy, since I heard and felt the whirl of the Leslie Tone cabinet of the organ in my church when I was an altar boy. I think I was six or seven. It was my heart and soul, my everything. The Italian composer Giuseppe Verdi said, I adore art. When I am alone with my notes, my heart pounds and the tears stream from my eyes, and my emotion and my joys are too much to bear. I was sitting in the Plaza del Granio, opposite the municipal albergue in Leon in 2016. My Camino was a blessing I didn't see coming. I watched the sunset over the buildings on the western side of the square, inviting me to follow it over the horizon the next day, and a group of Polish pilgrims were walking with a young priest. The priest's name was Peter. Mostly young men were considering a life in the priesthood, We called them Peter and the Poles. Touched by their piety, I found myself drawn to them, seeking guidance. Perhaps some of their holiness would rub off on me. And a few days later, I crossed the bridge into Melina Seca and saw Peter and the Poles with their feet cooling in the river. We sat and talked, and I thought about walking on to Ponferrada or staying in the river town. The water looked so inviting. One of the young men, Antony, asked me to read a passage from a flyer he'd picked up on the Camino. And it said, You may think that you are completely insignificant in this world, but someone drinks coffee from the favourite cup that you gave them. Someone heard a song on the radio that reminded them of you. Someone read the book that you recommended and plunged headfirst into it. Someone smiled after a hard day's work because they remembered the joke that you told them today. Someone loves themselves a little bit more. Someone loves themselves a little bit more because you gave them a compliment. Never think that you have no influence whatsoever. Your trace, which you leave behind with every good deed, cannot be erased. The author of that piece is not known, but the sentiment is clear. You are someone. I often ask my podcast guests if they have any advice for someone thinking of walking, and the answer is more or less always the same. Just do it. 
As the long Spanish days unwind, you'll sit with pilgrims from around the world, praying individually, perhaps collectively. Then later, you'll share a pilgrim's meal, a cheap and cheerful part of the Camino experience. If you're lucky, you'll form a small troop, your Camino family, people from all over the world who decide to walk together. You'll come and go and walk ahead and fall behind. Like I said, the concertina of souls, a squeeze box of pilgrims traversing the landscape. You'll arrive in town, check into your accommodation, take a shower, wash your clothes and take the weight off your feet. And if you're really lucky, you'll find another pilgrim to talk to, to take the weight off your mind. And if you so choose, you can find a pilgrim to listen to, to take the weight off their mind. Pilgrims are great listeners. They're very good at providing a soundboard for the problems of others. And maybe, once they've had that conversation, they're not problems anymore. I hope you're lucky enough to find your significance, your inner you. I hope you're able to find space to let your heart ring like a bell, to invite others to share in the rhythm of your journey. Welcome the someone you become, your journey of spirit. The Camino is a gift you give to yourself, and once you open it, you share with others. It's pure joy, pure love, pure you. I hope we find what you're looking for somewhere along the way. Until next week, I'm Dan Mullins. Buen Camino.